0: Welcome back to another episode of Untold Physio Stories. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jason Shane, with my co-host...
1: Dr. E, Modern Manual Therapy and EdgeMobilitySystem.com. How's it going, Jason? It's going well. When's the last time we talked? Gosh, I feel like it was just recently. (laughs) (laughs) You
0: know, Urson likes to uh, share behind-the-scenes info and we'll share this here is one of the, the benefits and uh, beauties of these short podcasts is a you can listen to them in short commutes that's one of the reasons why urson came up with this idea originally is you don't have to pause your podcast or refine a position depending upon what player you use but also he and i are able to record here's the secret a few episodes in a row
1: I think other people might do that, too, but they just aren't just transparent about it.
0: No, no, we're quite transparent about it.
1: Right. Health Biz is, I, I believe, as well.
0: Yeah, because uh, like uh, yeah, right so. um, our, our good friend uh, Ryan DeBell of The Movement Fix and his co-host uh, Anthony, uh, I believe they film uh, record numerous ones at the same time.
1: For sure. So you have, well, another, have another story for story. us. I do. This is a more recent one, not uh, like our last episode, Aaron in Order, where it was, I went back in time 18 years. <laughs> mm-hmm. But this is just uh, o- over the course of the summer, um, as some of our podcast listeners and, and my blog readers might know, that uh, I work regularly in a gymnastics facility where all my girls train. So one of the girls, and she's, she's a younger girl, maybe around 11 or 12, um... The co- head coach came to me and just said, hey, you know, I think she might be overtraining and she has, she's pointing to her right underneath her kneecap and uh, it, it just hurts and she can barely walk on it. So I took a look at her and I thought maybe it's tendinopathy. She was already resting for maybe a, a, at least a week. But in addition to uh, three or four days a week of eight weeks of, or eight hours of gymnastics, <laughs> one week, and then the next week is three hours of four or three days of four hours she was also doing dance camp on the short days, nice. so she was. Well, yeah, I mean, her just her, you know, her parents work. Uh, her mom works, and she just has to drop her off all day. So I, I understand that, but she'd already been resting, and you know, I was able to do a couple things with her. Um, it met, resisted extension was painful. Resisted flexion was not. I tried some tibial internal rotations. Nothing in general. You know, if it was something that I could reset easily. Could modulate it. Resisted isometrics kind of made it feel better, but you know, sometimes how young kids are, they really can't quantify their pain and they don't really know Mm -hmm. if something's better or not. So that was difficult as well. Um, You know, and I taped it and I thought, hey, you know, one of my guidelines, especially for the athletes, is if you can kind of work through it, especially after maybe three weeks of rest. So three weeks have gone by. She was somewhat better. She's walking without looking like she had a peg leg she just Mm -hmm. was not flexing her knee. Yeah, I just said, hey, you know, let's just try to work through it. And the guideline is don't push it to beyond a 4 to 5 out of 10. And if you do, if you back off, it it should always just kind of go down. So she was able to kind of go back, but it it didn't really get better. And probably about 4 to 5 weeks had passed, and she, she had somewhat returned, and then she just slipped a little bit off the beam, and it was completely flared up again. But it never really got... To better any better than fifty percent, and after that it just never improved at all. And I eventually got her on crutches, oh my. and you know, yeah, I just said, "Hey, complete non-weight bearing." Mm-hmm. So I said, "If, if non-weight bearing for two weeks isn't going to help her, then she needs to see." I told the head coaches, "She needs to see her pediatrician." So mm-hmm. head coach puts me in touch with mom. Her mom is very uh, just like the girl, actually not not very terribly assertive and she even told me herself like well what if they just wanted to rest what if they want pt i was like look i already kind of seen her on and off almost weekly for about three or four weeks and anything any other pt is going to do i probably would have tried it already whether it's rest or strengthening or manual yeah. therapy or taping or anything that i think is going to help and especially when something's just irritated rest should help and She she had been non-weight-bearing for a good couple of weeks so i said you have to be assertive you don't let the pediatrician just say oh why don't you try this one try anti-inflammatory why don't try resting? she said okay um so two days later she said hey you know i'm i'm really happy you prepared me to deal with the pediatrician because she got an x-ray and she has oscaris slaughters so they basically say this will get better when she's 15. Well, <laughs> no i'm like well i don't i don't know about that you know basically when she stops growing yeah. Because um, I told her, you know, I have Osgood Slatters, and it's not something, when I was palpating her, it's not something I caught. It, it's yeah. not like it, it, her tibial plateau was sticking out so much, or the protuberance was sticking out so much like mine. Like I can't kneel on it on a hard floor because it just sticks and out very far. For
0: those who, for our listeners who don't know what Osgood Slatters is, it's, um, if you look at your kneecap and you go a bit below it, you have kind of a little bump there, and that's on your shin bone known as the tibia. And what can happen is, is that uh, as a child grows, the quadricep muscle, which comes down and attaches there, can tug on it and literally cause more bone growth there and irritation. Is that how you would describe it as well, yeah, a
1: Yeah, that's a good description. And I've heard it in other, other ways described as some sort of fracture or, um, not a fracture, but you know what I'm talking about. Um... Microtrauma? Yeah. Um, but I, I would I think the way you describe it is better. Just like it's basically like Wolf's Law. If you pull on something, you press on something enough, the tissues will adapt to it over a period of time. And, you know, what I told her mom is that I don't think that it's gonna be when she stops growing because I had this and it was it was pretty painful for a good maybe couple months and then it just stopped hurting, but yet the bump's still there.
0: Has it com? Cal- has it calmed down on her?
1: I haven't seen her in a while. Um, I took, you know, the last couple of weeks of summer off and I think she just wasn't at camp anymore. Like she probably just stopped going to gymnastics. And I made sure because of the other girl, you know, I was like, hey, you know, does she like gymnastics? Her mom's like, yeah, you know, she always insists on going, even though she oh, there just go. does crafts there or <laughs> just hang and just does stretches like she because she can't do anything else.
0: I saw so some interest. She, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Well, so she, she really enjoyed it. So it was almost like well, maybe she shouldn't be there anyway, but I guess she had to be somewhere because her mom had to work.
0: I saw an interesting research paper on Osgood Schlatter a year or two ago. I think I must have shared it on my page where what they found was there was a very high, like a a clinically significant high percentage of, I believe it was young males. They looked at might've been young females too, who had a lack of dorsiflexion. If they also had Osgood Schlatters Hmm. and what the authors of the study, uh, one one of the things they hypothesized was that a lack of dorsiflexion meant an increased amount of knee flexion occurring. So the patients were basically using their knees more over their ankles. And as a treatment intervention, they worked on increasing ankle dorsiflexion to perhaps put less stress on the knee. Have you seen anything like that?
1: I haven't seen that and I didn't see it on her because it's the first, it's one of the first things I check is ankle dorsiflexion mm-hmm. when someone has knee pain because I just think, oh, you know, this is going to be diagnosed as a patellofemoral syndrome, but really it's more of like a mobility problem in the ankle and the tibia. Yeah, 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 so yeah. You know, you it's have kind screened of like that. a stability problem in the knee if I had to simplify it. So yeah, I mean, with her being so young, she really didn't have any, any deficits. And, and when I went back to the screen that I do at the beginning of all the athletes in the summer, she had passed most of the things, again, just being so young. Yeah. And it's not even that um, an 11-year-old can't have these issues. It's just also she was only a level two. So it, usually I see more of these things adding up when you're more of like a level of, uh, four, five, and six and beyond.
0: I think you had talked about that. You and I have talked about that uh, in conversation as well, is that you normally don't see a lot of these issues occurring until they get past even a certain age as well, and the volume really starts to pick up. I think that's what you've said.
1: Right. I think the volume eventually... They, they, they develop motor control issues, and they just develop potentially microtrauma and, and developing, you know, even motor control asymmetries. But when they're that young, I don't typically expect asymmetries unless it's bony asymmetry, you know, and something that is congenital and you're not gonna improve anyway.
0: So the, the takeaway from this is that?
1: I would say, listen to your guts. I mean, one of the things, one of the best things I think you can do to reduce triggers is to go completely non weight bearing for a low extremity. Yeah. And if that doesn't help, you know, And you've tried everything refer Refer back it's always refer out
0: yeah refer out well said uh urson how can people find out more about you
1: well edge mobility system is where i have all my products a bunch of webinars and other pts products so um, check that out modern manual therapy subscribe to us on instagram facebook and youtube if you subscribe to the blog you get daily blog updates and uh, thanks to Media for hosting and how about you jason
0: uh, you can find me on my Facebook page Shane Physiotherapy and my website shanephysiotherapy.ca. And I'm starting to put a bunch of my videos on YouTube now. Same thing, Shane Physiotherapy. And I know we forgot to say in our last podcast. Also, give us a rating on iTunes or whatever well, app that you use because it rate helps us out. Podcast. Exactly.
1: All right. Well, yep. We'd appreciate a five-star rating.
0: Of course. (laughs) I didn't want to push.
1: (laughs) Well, I think it's a one-star rating. (laughs) I wasn't going to say that either. Five stars would be preferable. All right, thanks.
0: (gasps) Thank you.